everyone. Welcome to our podcast for Black Women Connects Vancouver. Girl, you know it. So I'm the founder of Black Women Connects Vancouver, which started in 2017. And Black Women Connects Vancouver is a collective of women who come to inspire, empower, and leverage our strengths and embrace our diverse experiences. It is a community where we can build meaningful relationships and celebrate the beauty of our Black womanhood. I hope that you enjoy it. Welcome everyone to Girl You Know It, quarantine edition. So this is our last episode of the year, which is crazy. I can't believe that 2020 is over. I can, you? I, it's amazing. Actually, it's quite amazing. But I mean, I feel like we're just rolling into 2021. There isn't much of a, a difference, but I mean, hey, we made the most out of it. We had a great year despite having to quarantine again. Um, but we've had different events and we celebrated recently our three years. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So it's been fun. So I'm excited for 2021. I think we have a lot of ideas that going to shake everyone up. I mean, hopefully. <laughs> I'm just going to hype it up anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so this episode is going to be all about just our reflections as a team and also um, our kind of holiday traditions we've done with family or friends or if we even celebrate really Christmas or any holiday traditions and just kind of get to know each other a little bit more. We've had a little bit of a team shift this year so it's kind of fun to hear everyone's different experiences but who wants to start? What are your holiday traditions or what has your been your reflection this past year? Let's go with Paletta. <laughs> I just knew it. ready. You are ready. I was about to speak anyway, so you're right, you're right. Um, I think this week, my biggest reflection on looking back, because I reflect every week, I'm like, oh, 2020, how dare you? This week has been about patience, definitely. Um, I think 2020 has cultivated that for me is being patient with myself, with other people, with new ventures that I'm doing. Um, and then as the as the team has changed, even with Black Women Connect Vancouver, being patient with like the changes. So just a lot of change and patience with that um I thought I was a patient person until 2020 then I was like oh, I want to hurt everyone um but I I won't hurt you don't worry I'm getting help for that um <laughs> yeah, I'm dead um but yeah that's been my reflection and then I'll talk about the traditions when we circle back it's funny because you said that like you do week to week Felissa and I never do that. But this week I was like, hmm, I'm going to think back on 2020, just like randomly. And I think in reflecting back, I mean, we talked about it in like one of the previous podcasts, how I was like, I got so busy. Um, but I also feel like I grew so much um, as a uh, consultant. So I do like a side hustle. And I was looking back at like, Elle in January 2020 and what a little baby she was little baby just like you know trying to do her own thing and then like looking back in December being like wow I grew like I feel way more confident I think turning 30 also helped I just like entering my 30s was like you're a boss bitch you can do this it's good um but yeah I think just the growth aspect that I'm really aware of for this past year honestly I've just kind of been coasting through 2020 and with like everything that's happening 
I've enjoyed quarantine because I'm an introvert and I didn't mind not having to see people. Um, but like, I, I've realized like there's a slight bit of like, oh, I miss these people. But do I really want to see those? But uh, I don't know. Um, like work has been good. I got a slight promotion. I moved positions. So that's always good. But I don't know. 2020 has been good so far. I guess for me, um, just sitting back and reflecting, I'm just, uh, I guess my feelings would just be gratitude. I think um, a lot has happened this year, personally for me, and also just externally. So I'm just like super grateful to be here and um, just to have family, to have friends, and the opportunities that I've had to, you know, join the Aquaman Connect Vancouver, but also um, to put myself out there um, creatively. Um, which is something that I struggle with. So like, I'm grateful for that. And I moved to a new city, got a new job. Um, so yeah, um, I, I felt like with all the bads, I had some good things to just sort of balance it out. So yeah, that's pretty much my experience. Yeah, I think for me, yeah, I saw a lot of growth too in, in areas that I didn't think I needed to grow in (laughs) it just showed itself up not that I needed to not grow but I just didn't realize it was an area I was trying not to grow in that just happened on its own (laughs) so I think that that's been really good and I also really like the week-to-week reflection thing I know that I do reflection every day in the morning especially kind of just have that quiet time but it's yeah it's interesting to, to kind of think of it that way but as rough as 2020 has been it's been also very good like the connections we've made um, meeting all of you and establishing um, more of like what Black Women Connect Vancouver looks like and like its future so it's been really good I would say even just for Black Women Connect Vancouver I think out of all of it it's kind of exciting to see how much it's grown so as much as 2020 sucked it didn't suck for Black Women Connect (laughs) it just made us better (laughs) yeah I'm gonna say like we pivoted very fast yeah very well, looking back 2020 vision, yeah, 2020 vision, but um, yeah, we pivoted really fast, and that was like, I think, commendable because could have just not worked at all, at all. So, I think that where we're at, definitely because of you know, everyone who follows us, and we're so appreciative of that. But I think that all the hard work that Natasha has put in in the past couple years, just 2020 was like the year of fruition. Mm, yeah let's bring in 100 <laughs> i feel that too i think I, I i do feel the growth as well i think i've grown mostly like i said in the realm of patience and our giveaway has been the most amount of gifts giving that i've seen or been a part of in many many years of like christmas time i think the last time i got a gift uh for christmas specifically i was 11 or 12 and then they were just like ah we're done (laughs) they're like now we feed you you're going to school you're doing all the no no we have cable no that's it happy birthday happy christmas happy all of the things uh how about you folks when was the last time you got christmas gifts 
for me, it was my, my parents ended up having grandkids. And then it was like, we had children? Who are those? It was like, oh, I didn't know. I birthed children. And then all of a sudden, grandkids come and they're like the angels from above that came to like, you know, change their lives. Like, <laughs> as if we're not the ones who birthed the grandkids, but that's just whatever. <laughs> it's okay, though. They're cute. <laughs> I was saying that I always... Um... Well, my mom made it a habit of us just gifting ourselves, even if she doesn't do it. So up until I was like uh, 20, my, my mom still used to give us gifts. Um, and even when um, we moved abroad, she would just, you know, send you like a gift cash or um, if she's there, she's actually going to buy you something. She's going to ask like, what do you want for Christmas? And then she'll buy it for you. Um, and she always does that for our birthdays and just special days so i always have a habit of just actually buying myself nice things so even for christmas this year i'm just like i'm not doing anything but i'm gonna buy myself something nice so i guess that's that's mine treat yourself yeah self-compassion there you go i i mean if we're talking about like our parents giving us gifts I would say it was about like the teenage years where they stopped buying like physical gifts and started being like, you as a teenager, I don't know what you want. Here's some money, go shopping. And I'm like, thank you. Cause you don't know what I want. And I, this is, this is an easier situation, a process. Um, but like actual gift giving, like someone dropped off a present for me yesterday. So that was super nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> someone did drop off something. It was like really sweet um, because, you know, feeling like overwhelmed and busy. It's just nice to be reminded, like, despite the quarantine and the isolation, because I live alone, um, that, you know, there's still people who like are out there and thinking of me. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> I always get gifts. Oh, <laughs> excuse us. Wow. It's, it's the benefits of having a fiance. So we, I get gifts. So. Oh. But I know like parents wise, when I was living with my dad, he started giving me like gifts that were for the house. And I was just like, no, I don't want a set of knives. <laughs> for us to share <laughs> and then one year I got there was a, a cup set and I was like why are you wrapping these things and putting my name on it <laughs> but and then so now with uh my fiance Khalil um I just keep saying that word we we exchange gifts together and so I always get a gift well, in that sense, Cora, then I always get a gift too. But I meant like family slam. Wow. Just coming out here like, well, you peasants, <laughs> you don't get gifts. I mean, we're living lavishly up in this fiance world. Okay. Yes, look Ooh. at my tree. I know, I was going to say, like, so much shade already. But I'm like, I would just like to say she never used to say fiance. So this is a huge step for her. So I'm here for it. You better say it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. 
Well, it's like, don't bother me. I'm getting gifts right now. Leave me yeah. out of this. Talking about gifts, okay? Treat yourself to some silence. Yeah. I actually got like a few gifts from my um, colleagues at work and my managers actually sent me a gift to the house, which was really nice. Um, like it just made me feel really appreciated. And being that I'm also just new, like um, um, it was just, I didn't think I was going to get anything from anyone. I don't you rarely expect things from like your employers. So I thought that was really thoughtful. So it was nice being that I wasn't like really thinking about Christmas until I get gifts, even if it was just like a box of chocolate or something. That was yeah, nice. that's really nice, especially when you're in a country alone or like in a, like Christmas alone, it's hard. Because um, last year I spent Christmas alone and it was really lame. And I was like, mm, I hate this. And so I, that feeling is nice when people still like can appreciate you during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about traditions or like spending Christmas alone. I think moving here really disrupted what we would do for like Christmas. We weren't really big into Christmas either. Like, I think I caught my mom like putting some uh, gifts under the tree when I was like six or something. And I was just like, this is fabrication. I'm over this. I was like, okay, well, Santa doesn't exist, but your paycheck does. So we're good. Um, And I think my first, no, my second and third year, I spent the holidays on my own. And I was watching like Christmas movies and like great things. I think the happiness lasted for like three hours. And then I was just bawling. I was just like, so sad, so far away from family. We did like a video call, which is a great idea, but it's the worst idea when you're going to be spending it alone. Cause once I got off the phone, I was just like, well, this sucks. I am all by myself. This is really, really sad. But the past two years I've been able to spend it with my partner and his family, except for obviously this year where we're not going to be doing anything as a family. Um, but we sent off gifts to my family uh, all the way in South Africa. So hopefully they receive them before next December um, in order to celebrate. Yeah, exactly. The lady at the post office, small segue. The lady at the post office is like, oh, where's this going? I was like, South Africa. She's like, oh, what is that? I was like, South Africa. And she's like, oh, write it down for me. So I write it down for her. And she's like, oh, well, you know, you might not be able to track this. I was like, ma'am. Do you know how much is in this box? Also, do you know how much insurance costs for how much is in this box? Like, and you tell me I can't track it. I've sent papers back home and I could track those. It's just like, oh, they must have changed it. In my head, I'm like, I sent papers three years ago. When when did you start working here? Wild, but that's my little segue story. <laughs> how does everyone else celebrate this time of year? The fact that she said, what is that? First of all, like as if it's like a thing. South Africa is a thing like <laughs> this world is just it's something else but anyway for me we grew up so yeah well I was born in Zambia but then um it, we grew up also in the Netherlands and so they celebrate um December 5th and like because that's where Santa Claus comes from the Sinterklaas comes on his horse and goes on your roof and drops off like the candies and stuff in your shoe and like little treats. And so we used to do that tradition a lot when we were kids. And so I was saying to like Javwa, cause my older sister's on the East coast and we all kind of travel to see each other, but that we should like go to like the Dutch store and like get the little treats again, kind of like relive our little childhood moments. Cause we still like 
eat the little like the treats and like the gingerbread and like all that stuff it's still just like very nostalgia and like even though we're like in our 30s now it's just kind of nice to like bring you back but we really didn't do anything I think even just like in Zambia it's the same it's like it's all about family time it's like you go to church and then you eat together and that's about it like presents weren't really like a thing um I think maybe now because it's just globally becoming more of a thing to kind of buy presents but it's really all about family time so most of the time we just eat together and we open our gifts on Christmas Eve and then like, read the Christmas story and then the next day we just like we stay up and just eat and binge and watch a whole bunch of shows but that's about it like there's nothing but we do that other than eat and watch tv so it's pretty chill so sometimes when I go to like other family functions and they have their like massive friends that are all like you know like there's some couples that do like their big Christmas parties I'm always like what is this it's like foreign because it's like you're just so used to having like family parties they're like ooh, <laughs> but that's what we do I'm Nigerian and I grew up in Nigeria um so Nigerians are extra. So everything is extra. Every holiday is extra. So every Christmas is extra. Um, my dad's not super big on Christmas. He doesn't get the ideology behind it. But my mom is very sentimental. So she always had like the Christmas tree up and she would give gift and put it by the tree to me and my siblings. Um, but she, she was also extra about it in the sense that she would have like a caterer just make food and and like a week before she's buying everything and i mean wines drinks <laughs> chocolates like sweets like the whole house is just like feels like we're gonna feed like the whole estate <laughs> being that we're in the Kirk family doesn't make sense but um um that's how we celebrated in my household like everyone's like super excited like oh my god it's christmas i'm gonna wear my christmas outfit um and then it was just like there's so much food just like being passed around and um once you're done eating your own food you go to your neighbors to go eat their food and after that you go and join them like you go for like a street party or go to your friend's house for like a house party and um but it's just it's kind of like people come over to our place they'll eat and then we'll go over to people's places too. Then we'll eat. And then later we'll go to like something like a concert or like parties and stuff like that. So it's pretty big. It's super like, it's a big deal in Nigeria Christmas. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I would not mind that. <laughs> that sounds so amazing. Like I would not mind that though, like in general in life. Um, at the bottom of 2020, I missed that kind of crap for sure. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna, I forgot to mention that you can imagine like my, I guess, feeling when I moved here and it was just like no one was celebrating Christmas. It must have been so different, like such like a stark comparison. Yeah. And like Vancouver and the Lower Mainland in general is just known for being quite lonely if you don't know lots of people. So like, um, um, growing up, for me, well, first of all, I resonate with Palessa about seeing my mother hide the presents. I remember being like maybe four or five with my sister, Nick, and we were heartbroken that Santa wasn't real. We're like, wait, what? Go over the shock, realize that it's fun. Mom has a paycheck, so she's going to get me some gifts. It's fun. But also my mom worked at, as a nurse. So like she came from Kenya um, and worked as a nurse. And so 
there were some like years that we didn't actually celebrate Christmas on Christmas because of the way her shifts lined up. Um, and then I became a nurse. And then, so it was like always trying to figure out the best schedule for all of us to meet. Um, and so well, lots of cooking when we could, um, after, uh, dealing with like the scheduling, my sister Nick took over and she was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the reins and like lead the charge on Christmas cooking. And so before COVID, it was like kind of taking turns as to like who did what. And then we did like maybe like a secret Santa type thing. We used to do like everybody get everybody presents. And then we're like, we're all broke. That's not a thing we can do. We just gonna get one person a gift and that's it. Except for my kid sister, who's like 15, who's like, give me presents, please. Let me get her all the stuff. But yeah. My traditions, I think really started once we moved to Canada at least those are the ones that I remember the most um because when we were in the states it was just me and my dad and I don't really remember us doing much besides maybe seeing family but compared to how we see family now that we're in Canada we've done we have like five different families get together and we do a Christmas party and sometimes they've been themed and we've done like an ugly Christmas party um, so it's really nice doing that. Um, and then like it's me and my dad. So usually the morning of we'll do breakfast and then we'll open our gifts. I'll get my house items. <laughs> and then uh, um, I started inviting my then boy, my now fiance over and we would exchange gifts with him too. And then he'd come for the Christmas parties as well. And I just really liked the whole, at least my whole Canadian experience of Christmas because it's just been very family orientated. We have lots of food, we play games, we're singing. It's just an all around good time. Oh, that sounds lovely. Well, it seems like everyone has their traditions. I'm sure some will miss, some we won't. <laughs> but that's okay because <laughs> I mean honestly like the Christmas parties there's like fun Christmas parties but like some of like the work Christmas parties luckily mine's great but some of them are just mm, 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 it's just not it boring boring, boring. just oh, like management I all wanting to say speeches every white man has to stand <laughs> on the stage and really justify his job I mean you know no offense, but like we take offense, maybe you shouldn't be getting on the stage this Christmas or next Christmas party. Like literally, I think I, I think I went to one Christmas party at work when I uh, was working at my old job. And then we were all just like, nah, we, all you get is free food, not even free drinks. No, this is, this is not it. So we were, we were conspiring to not go to this year's one, but COVID had, had real plans to cement that in. He was like, ah, this this is what you wanted i'm here to save you um and then take away a lot of other things too but i digress that's probably why COVID happened it's because you <laughs> so you're probably the one that started COVID. what can i say what can i say you know trend setting yeah <laughs> period i'm a visionary <laughs> that's so funny i thought you were gonna we're gonna say work parties because of the sloppiness and i was like i love that about Christmas. For you just Christmas. want the tea. You want all the tea. <laughs> I want all the tea. I, and I don't want to be part of it. I just want to be in the corner. Yeah, watching. <laughs> watching it go down. 
being like the sober mama and being like, oh, yeah, I'll take care of you, but I'll remember this for years to come. And I still bring it up sometimes. Like, I love that. I love it. That's what I miss. That's what I'm going to miss this year, the tea. Madness. That would have been me, the tea that you've been conspiring on. That would have been me. I think I got so lit my first Christmas party. At the end of the party, well, like the next day, uh, people at work kept sending me like pictures of me on the ground doing splits and just like dancing. And I was literally the life of the party. It was just like a circle of people around me. And I was just like, (laughs) I was like, never again. If I have to be the life of the party, I'm out of here. No, other people must embarrass themselves. Then we'll all dance. That is too funny. <laughs> no, I've definitely been the L in the situation. I just sit in the corner and watch everyone. So she, because back in the day, I remember when I used to work at Home Depot and it was kind of a similar situation. It's like, what, you have like 500 employees and like their prizes were amazing. It was like TVs, computers, like $200. Like it was, it was like amazing. So I will give them that. But it was the same. It's like, I would just sit there and watch all these like managers I have to see on Monday, like super drunk and like talking to you. I'm like, we don't even talk normally. But now I hear your personal life. Okay. <laughs> like, it makes me really, really uncomfortable because it's like, do I give you some personal information about myself too? Like, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Also, the food. I just, I cannot get past the food. I just can't. Did you not get good food at your Christmas parties? It was, it felt. Honestly, I don't know, like, it might just be me and maybe just the Nigerian in me, but, like, I just always felt like, um, you know, you get, like, a plate of salad, some bread, and, like, a garlic bread deep thing. It's just, like, I mean, the year has been hard. <laughs> yeah, what is this? <laughs> some bread? Give us some turkey, some rice. Oh, like this year's been hard like feed us for these worries who yeah. do you think met those deadlines my calories feed me that is so funny no we had really good food at our christmas parties like top-notch good like so much food you wanted to go for dessert people went for seconds and thirds and like it was so good but then there was like you have to pay for the alcohol and it was like nine dollars and uh, a cocktail or whatever like they could have just made like a company random cocktail and made it like as light as possible just give people some something but during all of those speeches uh me and my and one of my colleagues would collect all of the glasses at the table leave go up to the room that we had rented fill them all up and just come in like ushering in all these full glasses of wine and put them on the table and sit casually back then what do you want us to do what do you want us to do we're in our 20s we gotta be free you gotta be strategic that's what you were you were strategic you played the game that they wanted you to play and you won good for you (laughs) thank you congratulations (laughs) i thank me for being very resourceful So, I mean, going into Christmas, like COVID Christmas, like what's the one thing that you're going to miss the most, like from like your current traditions, not even like, you know, past, but like that you're used to doing like in your adult life? 
Cause like, I, I think I, I'm a social introvert. And at this point I would have been like, I'm over the parties, but again, I'm going to miss that party. I feel like we were going to have this bomb.com black Aquaman Connect Vancouver Christmas party. We were getting ready. We were like prepping. We were just like, that's like the one thing. I don't decorate my home. Quera, it's beautiful in your home. I rebuke thee. I rebuke your tree. I do not, I do not decorate in my home. I think because because I get so much Christmas outside that like I don't want it in my home. But like this year, I'm not going out as much. So like I'm missing that like um injected dose of Christmas or holiday fear. So I think that's what I'm missing. That like social, even that one, just a one party. One. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna miss not even a party because we didn't I haven't like partied around this Christmas time, but I'm just gonna miss like walking around and then being there with everybody else. Like you said, uh, looking at the Christmas lights, going into like the Christmas market that they have, which is, you know, we know for children, but like that mulled wine, honey, hey, 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 give me some of that. So like all of those like weird, um, corny, really lovely sentimental Christmassy things that Vancouver would put on. I think that's what I'd miss. Like the rush of, I just miss being in a room and having to complain about how many people there are in it. I just miss like rubbing shoulders with a stranger. I don't know. It sounds weird, but I really miss like seeing people in their masses. That's what I'm going to miss. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think for me, I'm going to miss us not having a holiday party because it was fun. And yeah, we had like the greatest venue, which hopefully still exists after COVID um, because that place looks dope and it would be so fun to do it there so I'm hoping that we get to do it next year even if it's small let's take up the whole place just for us <laughs> I, I miss having to dress up I'm such a like, dress up person uh, um, and usually Christmas day starts off with me hanging out with my family and then just us eating and then I go out with my girlfriends or we go to a party or something. So I'm always just like all dressed up, you know, out and about. So I, I actually do miss that. So that's something yeah. I miss. I think I'm going to miss the free food that we get because now I have to cook it all myself. <laughs> and I'm also going to, I think just because um, sometimes, not sometimes, we've had girls, like a, a girl's Christmas with my close friends. And we've exchanged gifts. And then one year we included the boyfriends and stuff. I think it was better without them. Um, but <laughs> but I think I'm just going to miss getting together with them a little. Yeah, this year as well. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny being like, my fiance, my fiance. But parties are better without him. <laughs> only has, you can only handle so much of him. <laughs> That's facts. That's I'll facts. Just, small doses. Oh, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. In small doses. I definitely think that is, that's power to you, Coera, in small doses, especially when folks are living together. Ooh, child, except when they do this. And then you're like, oh, you can stay forever. <laughs> right? And when they, they make food and then they feed you and then you're just like, okay, go sit over there, but not too close. <laughs> 
So we know what our next podcast episode is going to be. <laughs> You're going to call it small doses. Yeah. <laughs> Living with your partner. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Well, I have some questions. Okay. Who wants to go first? I'm just going to pick at random the card. I mean, I'll go first. Okay. Who do you look up to? Oh, Nobody, because she's so tall. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's a punny joke. <laughs> um, uh, oh, it's really hard, only because I have a lot of people. But I would say my mother. She's the matriarch of the family. She held it down for us. At any point in time when I have an opportunity, I always shout out my mom, because she's just really showing us how to be like, very driven and independent and focused. Mm. Love it. Okay, who's next? Kawara. <laughs> Since you looked away, what's the first thing you notice about someone when you meet them? Um, I think their smile. Yeah. And then that smile determines like their personality a little bit. And then, yeah. Don't smile. Are you going to determine my personality? I know I don't smile, barely. I don't smile. <laughs> yeah, so that means I shouldn't get too close. Wow. Laura <laughs> keeps muting herself because she knows she's lethal. <laughs> Coming in with a side shade. Wow. Okay. Let me see you. <laughs> I'm still upset about earlier, so it's, it's <laughs> no. But the folks who are gonna watch this don't know what you're talking about. Should we? No, should no, we no. Give no, them some okay. context. No, nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. AJ, what's your favorite thing to do as a kid? Oh, what was? I honestly don't know because I I wouldn't say. I wasn't the happiest child, so it was really hard to get me to do activities and stuff. Um, so it took a lot from my parents because they put me in everything. Like um, I played instruments and stuff, and I would just quit have like midway through it, or I would start something, I'll just never finish it. So I don't know. I I can't sit down here and tell you I actually like doing anything because I didn't. So playing outside with your friends? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you're like what are friends <laughs> i started to like people in my teens like, so so younger adults that i just didn't like people so i wouldn't necessarily be outside with you <laughs> i guess that's what i'll say <laughs> so we just would never be friends if we were kids it's okay no. Oh, it's like as a kid i loved the notion of growing up yeah i did I not do it faster <laughs> How do you feel now? Because I want to go back to be 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, no responsibilities. <laughs> okay, Melissa, what is the top, what is on the top of your bucket list? Be a bajillionaire, and no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, what is on the top of my bucket list? Ooh. <sighs> Who makes these questions? I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. Um... What's on top of my but of my mm. I'd probably say 
there's just so many things that I want to do. I don't, I haven't really ranked them, but if there was like, I only had one and I had to do it today and no other time, I'd definitely jump out of a plane. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> like huh? <laughs> hey there was this lady who was in the military she was 80 or something like that and she jumped out of a plane so black people do do this just not the black people that you know oh, no, i wasn't saying black but i'm just saying in general i would never jump out of a plane no and no, i'm saying awale. Awale said black people don't do this <laughs> we do it we do all things some black people are samurai sword masters hey you never know you never know, but I think that would be no, it. No, yeah, I, I was just saying it's the general consensus that oh, black people don't do this, but black people are doing all of these things that people always associate to being, you know, white, but black people don't do this. I changed my mind. Actually, I wouldn't do that. I do the same thing in the air. I do paragliding, where you like run off a cliff and then you're like floating. Um, I'd do that one before they're jumping out of a plane. Yeah. Mm, that's how I have a question for you here. I'm going to pick it at random. Okay. <laughs> um, what is what is one thing you wish to do in 2021? Mm. The one I really want to say, I can't say. So I will say I would like to create a program. That's all I can say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair there's lots of them though there's one that we spoke about in the dms earlier today yes that's true i was like <laughs> you're in my dms okay um <laughs> yeah no it's true this is there's definitely like many things i want to do but i always get i'm one of those people that oh, I don't want to share too much. Like I'll share like vague details until like it comes to pass. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. Bomb drop. But if I'm like, mm, I'll just wait. Cause I'm always nervous. Like the one question I did have for myself was um, what is your greatest fear? And it aligns with this because it's my greatest fear is to be mediocre. And that kind of aligns with that is because like, I'm scared to, if I'm ever going to say something and it doesn't happen, I feel so basic. And I, is that still a thing people say? I don't know. But it's just like, that is my biggest fear. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to be like this in life. And I'm just like, oh, like I need to like, climb. <laughs> so that's, yeah, definitely would be going with both of that. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask, um, if today was the last day of your life, how would you spend it? I would plan out all the most fantastic meals to eat and do a tour to Vancouver and eat all that shit. That's, that's it. That's it. Just want good food for my last day. I would do a road trip with my whole family. So whether we're like road tripping through like the safaris or like just getting like adventures, I'd obviously have to have a, what are those personal jets or whatever they call the personal planes? We obviously have to have one of those. I mean, duh. and then we'd be hopping from like place to place. I definitely love to see as much of Africa in that day as I can. Okay, I was gonna say you have a day, girl. I know I have a day, <laughs> but that's why I have a private jet. And then we're gonna be like, 
We're gonna be I'm, like, ah, lions. I'm just trying ah. to be a, a waterfall. Ah, Kenyan, whatever. Trying to be too hey, technical. Don't try me, okay? Determining the time. Yeah, leave her okay. be, please. Let her travel. Exactly. This is the last day, and from these conspicuous sources, who says the sources didn't give, give me some pixie dust to do these things? Don't play with me. That's true. And time don't okay. play with me. Time is a social construct. We don't know what one day looks like. I think I'd be the same. I think I would spend it with my family. Yeah. Just because we're so far apart all the time. I think yeah. one together would be so nice to just like be around my niece and nephew and my sisters and my parents and have like one huge like kind of day that we get to hang out. And it's kind of similar. I mean, I don't think we'd be jet setting anywhere, but just doing something together and just like quality time. I think that would be great. I would want to spend time with my family while I was eating. I just want to clarify. <laughs> family as well and then like with like some close friends as well um i mean oh, what would you do korea oh sorry uh just hang out maybe play some board games i really like board games and whenever we get together i try to make us play board games but they're always trying to turn up too much so it would be my time <laughs> and we just play board games that um i've been made aware that this is gonna be my last day i'll be very strategic about it so i'm gonna get up in the morning and i'm just gonna use like i'm leaving by myself scenario and just call like my family everyone video call catch up and then i'm gonna go try a food i've never eaten before and um once i'm done i'm going to bleach my hair green up <laughs> or purple these are colors i've always wanted to see how it would look mm -hmm. at me so i'm probably gonna either shave it off cut it or bleach it and then i'll go swimming and then i'll come back home and i'll watch my top three movies and i'll die peacefully wait wow. so, so you came with an agenda all week you've been planning for this <laughs> question i actually no i just thought about it now i actually just mm -hmm. what i do like what would i mm -hmm. do Oh, bring me personal like happiness, you know. So this came from the heart. You know? <laughs> that is so funny. Like, okay, but I'm gonna be technical. If you bleach your hair and then swim, doesn't the chlorine take it out? But I'm just saying. I just the last day. Rearrange. I can go okay. swimming before I bleach. Yeah, it's like rearrange the plans and then. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Just, just in case, then you go home and then your hair is all not bleached and it's just like, oh, that's not fun. <laughs> Sometimes it's like your plan does not work. So <laughs> this is how you should do it. <laughs> no, that's, that's wild. <laughs> Our planner. Madness. <laughs> this was so fun though. It was good to get to know you and end the year well. I think it's ending well. Well, I I just I suggest to people not to make any wishes for 2021. We're just gonna go in and Take, you, take whatever it gives to us. So please don't say this is going to be my year. I don't want to hear it. It's going to be all of us year because we had a really, really long one. So we're just going to go into it. No wishes. Don't jinx it. It is what it is. Like. That should be on every bottle. It is what it on is. The, on the 31st, during the countdown, we're all counting down to sleep. We're like, three, two, good night. Yep. Oh, I, I saw... I saw um, I saw a meme that said it's gonna be countdown 
and it's gonna go to 12 a.m. And then everyone's like, Happy New Year! And the clock moves to 1 3. So it's still going to like 1 a.m. in the morning. It just keeps going up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, Yeah, 2020 is never going to end. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, this was lovely. I'm excited for what we have. Even January, we have something planned. So I hope that everyone gets excited to be able to experience different, I guess, Black women connect Vancouver events despite COVID. But thank you for all the work that you all do to make it possible that we can still run and all the background work that you do. So much love. And I'm very grateful for you. So Everyone have a great holiday season and happy new year. Pew, pew, pew. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. It's always amazing to get an opportunity to chat with these lovely ladies. So if you're looking to follow us off of the podcast and you're looking to catch up with some of the content that we have, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and on YouTube, all at Black Women Connect Vancouver. We also have a website for you at blackwomenconnectvancouver.com, which is where you can sign up for our mailing list and our newsletter so you can keep updated with our growth and all of the other events that we have planned for you. Catch you later. Bye.